0: Hello and, and welcome to the sixth episode of New Element Weekly. I'm version 1, your host, and with me today is a new guest, which I guess is pretty exciting. It's Zarathustra. I don't know how you
1: would pronounce it in English. Yeah, Zarathustra, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: So Just uh, call me uh, Zara, though. It's, yeah, uh, that, that's, I think. Easier. easier.
0: Is it? Is it based on, on, on like, the... On what, what is it based? Because I know that it's, like... I don't
1: know. Uh, from uh, it's from the book by uh, Nietzsche. Oh. Also sprach okay, so um, yeah, I guess
0: I guess the options were: is it from the book or from the musical piece of the
1: same name? Uh, it's also that. I mean, I am a big uh, fan of the movie Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey that okay. features that piece prominently. Who, who isn't so? Yeah, I, I a lot of people I think maybe, but I hope everyone should be. It's such a good movie. Yeah,
0: if if somebody doesn't like Two Thousand One, um, please let us know in 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 the Discord. So, um, yeah, let's let's yeah. talk about RCT. Um, all right. You have, I I've done some research and I noticed because I was like, I I see this guy's name very often. So you have mm-hmm. um, you have been part of like seven releases since this the start of. December.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I guess my question is: number one, are you building on something right now with maybe another like Mm -hmm. person? And number two, when will we see, you know, a solo work or like a? I guess you had a pretty big part of Grave of Arrows, but.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. So, yeah, I really I haven't done really any solo work and. A while I just love building with other people, but I, I maybe I'm getting a little sick of it, so yeah. At the moment, I am pl- starting at the very beginning of starting a solo park, um, but I'm just at the very beginning stages of planning it, so I can't really say too much about it yet. Um, I'm also uh working on a park with uh, Mama Rios right now that uh. We started a while ago, uh, started as something for a DKMP contest, but uh, now we're expanding it and building more.
0: Yeah. So much crossovering with all of your new players.
1: Mm, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean... It's kind of interesting how
0: it is a pretty, like... I mean, it's not really exclusive mm. to your new members, but I think that you, new members really, uh, you know, started to trend in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a certain group of people who kind of started off, uh, and DKMP and then have gotten interested in new element and kind of turned their focus there. And we all know each other. We all are collaborating with each other a lot. And, um, yeah, but it's also been great to collaborate with, uh, other people from new element, uh, a little bit more intimidating sometimes, uh, but uh, very rewarding for sure.
0: Yeah. So it, it must be exciting to now plan something of your own, because, I mean, looking at your scores, I don't think you did a lot of planning on most of them, I, I would assume.
1: Um,
0: at least not on the macro sense, like
1: planning of the park. Yeah, um... Some of the parks I've worked on, I I did actually do a lot of the macro planning, like the ones that are just duos with other people. A lot of times that's a role I fall into. Um, I really like macro planning and stuff. The thing that I like less is, like, little scenery detailing. So a lot of times I've worked with people who are better at that. Um, Definitely... like the park that FK and I did for Grand Tour, for instance, that I only have 20% on it. Um, Yeah, I think that one, you know, was really just kind of FK's vision, and I kind of helped. Um, But if you look at, like, Grave of Arrows or my design Prairie Fire, uh, those I have a bigger percentage on and was a lot more involved in, like, the overall planning and vision of it.
0: That's actually pretty interesting. I... I would have thought get you know you would have um, started earlier to build your own uh, like your. I guess not your own stuff, but you know your something that you are a big like a um mm-hmm. you know the 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 clear main builder on with um
1: yeah if you're interested. I don't know. In- I just think I think that New Element has this big focus uh, on kind of solo parks as being really. Uh, important and sort of like the main way people should build and I think sometimes uh, group parks and collaborative parks are uh, maybe taken a little bit less seriously sometimes and I don't I don't know I just don't really feel that way I think I kind of just like building with other people because it's really fun and I like kind of the social aspect of it that's a lot of what I am in the RCT community for yeah I I think it all comes down
0: somewhat to to personal um, preference, like I, I like building alone mm-hmm. because then I can. Yeah. Just, because then I don't feel like I'm. I have to justify my, justify my weird decisions to other people. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely an advantage.
0: And I, I, mean, I, I'm guessing you, you guys used multiplayer for your your park building, right?
1: For which park? But just in general. Any like of them? Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, like a multiplayer server. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. That's, I've hardly ever used that. Well, actually, that's not true. Uh, Prairie Fire, that park, that design, that was built on a multiplayer server almost entirely. But most of the parks I've done, it was just passing a save file back and forth.
0: Yeah, that's, that's actually interesting, because I kind of wanted to make the point that maybe multiplayer has something to do with this, you know, increasing share of parks with multiple builders. Because, like, I remember four or five years ago, I was kind mm-hmm. of, like, so angry about NE that nobody would collaborate with anybody, really. Like, it would either mm-hmm. be group parks or, like, maybe solo parks with a tiny share to somebody because he built a coaster and whatever. Uh-huh. But, and, and nowadays, everybody is, like, collaborating so much. Or well, like, a lot of people are collaborating a lot. So that's, yeah. that's kind of interesting to see, hey, here are six releases and four of them have... At least two builders with with like mm-hmm. with shares and not like one percent for mm-hmm. whatever
1: yeah yeah uh i i don't really like building on multiplayer because i don't know it's just too many limitations like it gets laggy and uh i don't know it's just not not really worth it a lot of times i think also, I do a lot of like hacking stuff, obviously, and that's sometimes annoying to do when you can't like hit pause on the game, which you can't really do on multiplayer. So I find, actually find multiplayer kind of annoying, um, but I love just passing a save file back and forth. I think that works really well. Yeah.
0: So now that my theory is completely destroyed, <laughs> let's talk about RCT. Okay. And uh, in... Sp- in, uh, in- I wanted to say something very German and um, specifically I want to talk about the RCT of mm-hmm. last week because, you know, ever since the admin started releasing the parks uh, on the weekend, I've mm-hmm. been, I've been recording my podcast after the latest releases, which makes it really confusing. So we are talking about last week's releases, which is the last week of February. And the first park we will talk about is called Kichibi or something similar it's, it's Japanese I'm not, not good with Japanese names and it was mm. built by suicide mm. cars and mm-hmm. it is an NCSO park um, maybe our listeners will detect the theme here if they are not in on any I don't know why anybody who is not in any would listen to this but I always want to keep the door open
1: yeah so uh this park actually was made by a good friend of mine uh and he uh his name on NE is Suicide Cars, but I know he's been trying to get uh it changed because uh it's kind of a weird name and uh he usually just goes by hex. So you might see that uh as part of his name on Discord.
0: Yeah. For to me he's European Fred, so eh, American Fred. That's
1: yeah. Word, right? Yeah, that's also a funny funny thing about him is he looks like Fred.
0: It's really like it, it's not even a joke at this point. It's they really look very much alike. But they RCT yeah. doesn't look at alike at all, I want to say. Uh-huh. Well to be I mean saying that the coaster kind of looks like something that Fred could have come up with in some parts. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the coasters basically are NCSO RMC coaster. Mm-hmm. And, and a true N-C-S-O, not like the weird C-S-O train, but N-C-S-O the theming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's very fast in parts.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, it's actually funny that we're talking about this park because uh, I was the one that told him to submit it to NE um, because this was something that was built for a DKMP contest and he had submitted some of his other parks uh, non-competitively before and uh, had said, oh, I think that they're they're not that good. They wouldn't want to accolade. And I said, well, maybe if you had submitted them competitively, you'd know. And I kind of said, you know, pick your park you think was the best thing that you made on DKMP and submit it to any for an accolade and see how it does. And uh, so, yeah, that's how I actually ended up submitting it. But uh, I guess I don't know whether I was right or not because it still isn't scored yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, fun, uh, it feels like D- DKMP is like responsible for half the uh, submissions on this podcast. Um, I um, I very much think this will get uh, a design accolade if it if it is a design. I don't know. Yeah, I I hope, I hope it's a, it. I hope I, it does. I also hope it is a design because it feels very designy. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously it has the DK, DKMP um, hallmarks like track, texture roofs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Does it have a forklift made out of um, um, white mouse trains? I don't think it has. <laughs> what madness! Yeah, it has, but it has huge buildings, which are. Uh-huh. I mean the buildings are kind of tricky because they seem huge to me, but maybe mm-hmm. they, but but maybe they aren't huge. I, I I can't say. It's it's always hard for me. I'd to... I'd say they're pretty pretty big. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree with that statement. There's also That's... you know the, the 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 big building in the corner is obviously great. The casino one mm-hmm. with the with the coaster around it, which is like the coaster. I mean it looks shitty, but in a way like. New at the New York coaster looks shitty, so
1: it fits. Yeah, fits. I think that's the point: is for it to be a little bit uh, shitty. Yeah, just like the real one. I I will never
0: forget the first time I saw the real one when I was like
1: in Las Vegas,
0: and I just saw this uh-huh. huge part of straight track leading into a flat roll into this, you know, the the dive loop, which is so bizarre mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, yeah, and d- this looks
1: similarly bizarre, so. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I really like this park. Um, the, it was for a RMC contest. Uh, everyone built a RMC, and uh, yeah, this is definitely, there was a lot of competition, and I think this was still one of the best for sure. Um, and uh, I'm glad he submitted it to New Elements so more people could see it.
0: Yeah, me too. Definitely deserves to be in the database. Will probably, I think it will get a design accolade. maybe not a super high one, but
1: I think it will Yeah, I it. think it will be close, but I think it will get it, yeah. and I hope it does. I, I really like the coaster layout, personally. Um, it might be a little bit fast, but I mean I kind of like that, just because that's something that RMCs are actually known for, is being pretty fast. Um, So, you know, it might have it might be a little bit too fast, but I don't know. I actually don't mind the speed at all, and uh, I think it looks really nice. Uh, and how we did the supports too.
0: Yeah, the, the the lift supports are great with the with the diagonal wooden yeah. Coaster track.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a case of a lot of diagonal stuff, which I think is it's always kind of bold to do something like that on the diagonal, but I think it paid off well. I'm. I'm not I also go- really. I have it in front of me. I keep looking at these these trees that he made out of flowers, and I think those look really nice.
0: Oh yeah, those ones. Yeah. 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 I mean, I actually did did something like this once, but it was horrible. So. Um. Yeah. I see. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. I. I guess diagonals is like the big thing that is coming now to any especially with like tolzimir's development of even weirder diagonal angle, angle, angles so that's not something i'm looking forward to because i can't do diagonals
1: mm-hmm. but I, I look forward to it yeah. i think that there's uh already people doing really interesting stuff with it and yeah. we'll see more of that soon yeah. yeah
0: a lot of people are like yeah great diagonals you know more variety and stuff like in this park, it has some some like diagonals, like the 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 ground floor of the of the casino and stuff like that. And I'm just I'm just dreading it because I can't think like that. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, um, let's move on to the next park, which already got its accolade score, and it's got uh, it got um, design obviously. It is um, Old Hickory by Otter Salad which he he got 69% for it, which, you know, pretty good score, I think. And it's, again, an NCSO park. What a a shocker. Mm -hmm. And it's a very American park, I have to say. Right off the bat. Why do you say that? I don't know. it, It just feels very American. It kind of feels like... I don't know. I don't know why it just feels American. I guess big
1: elevation changes with, like these kind of buildings. Do you mean American like it's set in America or American like something that an American would build in RCT? As set in America, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably the intention. It does have kind of a, a Western look to it. So I actually have a funny story about this park uh, also. Uh, not Maybe not funny, but... Um, I know that... Um, Actually, I think part of what this came from was uh, Otter had made some buildings in uh, Storybrook Glen, that uh, western area, and uh, or one building, actually, I think, and then it ended up uh, getting redone because uh, it didn't really match the style of the other buildings. Mm-hmm. And he decided to take that architectural style and then uh yeah put it in this park, and that's so that's definitely I think it's definitely meant to be kind of like a western style, and it was really cool to see him do that um to kind of yeah give it its own place to live and its own you know space to express itself
0: yeah, definitely a funny story <laughs> um. yeah kind of funny <laughs> um, yeah I, I honestly I can't say that I'm the hugest fan of the general architecture in this park I think the, the mm-hmm. more I think the more specialized buildings are like the better ones like the station of the coaster or like the the um, mm-hmm. lift lift building for the rapids eh, not the rapids for the river splash water splash whatever mm-hmm. it's called it's not called old, old hickory pressed one shoot the falls yeah yeah like those buildings I like yeah I'm not the hugest fan of the other ones. I have to say.
1: Uh I like the architecture in this park for the most part. Uh, I think it works. Yeah, my my my
0: NCSO dislike already comes out. <laughs> I, I yeah, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of of like NCSO architecture. I, I think NCSO can be good in a lot of other cases, but like architecture is not something that I I like about NCSO.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more uh limited um to some degree.
0: Yeah, but even so. I- even ignoring like my, my dislike, I think this this park really shines with with the with the landscaping and the ter- terrain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's nice.
0: And and just uh, yeah. yeah, just the general general the setting of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it has a nice a nice atmosphere to it, I think. It's very convincing to me. Um, as like a place, yeah. It has it has like two two
0: higher mountains which are opposite to each other, so they balance each other out very well. And then it has two mm-hmm. two smaller mountains which are also opposite to each other, so you know the balance of the map is very good.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: It's all kind of separated by by water.
1: Yeah, and I like how the the coaster uses the terrain. Yeah. Too. Uh, Like, mostly being a terrain coaster, but having, like, a couple um, airtime hills that kind of come up off the ground. I think it's nice.
0: Yeah. The layout is, is, I think, really good.
1: Yeah, I like the layout. And I wish there was a little bit less uh, underground, which is something I saw other people comment on also. Um, I think if there had been a way to open that up a little bit more. Maybe have... I kind of wish a little bit more of the Splash Boats ride was um, above ground also. But that's a pretty minor complaint. Overall, I liked it a lot. Yeah, good park. It has a a 3D cinema underground, which is
0: always fun. Mm. I mean, let's be honest, that's, that's a very, like... It feels like... this. That's something that is in the fabric of RCT to put the 3D cinema because it looks so horrible to put it like deep underground. I did it when I, you know, played the game (sighs) for the first time, like creatively.
1: I was like, yeah. Well, I think I think the 3D cinema means something different, whether it's visible or not. Because if it's visible, it kind of means like, I mean, first, I mean, I usually only see it in NCSO. I think having it visible. And it usually would be used to, like, make some kind of dome structure because there's not really, like, a good way to make a dome in NCSO. Um, I mean, there are certain ways, but, like, it's kind of the obvious way to do it. Um, But if it's underground, it just means, like, there's a theater in here, you know? I don't think you're supposed to literally interpret that there's a a dome-shaped building like that underground. It's more just, like, a a signifier of how people are watching movies in here.
0: good park um i think the 69 percent score is uh
1: well deserved yeah i voted it a 70 on the community poll yeah i so, didn't yeah artists. i didn't vote it at all because i'm yeah. a horrible
0: human being and i don't vote parks as as often as i should
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. brutal but... i think that's fine.
0: so let's talk about the main attraction which is the newest new element spotlight, because apparently we are now getting spotlights so often mm. because you know obviously we we are kind of looking at another spotlight release pretty soon or or even two
1: which ones do you have in mind?
0: um I think Disney c will be a spotlight by Coco, like his l ah uh, yeah. Is a, and obviously CP Six is a Japanese park.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Th- so this is an exciting spring for for RCT. Well, last spring also had a couple spotlights, didn't it? Yeah, maybe. It's... Well, that, there were only two last year, and I think they were right in a short span of time. Yeah, I will. I will check that. Maybe you know. Maybe it's because in the winter people can't go
0: out, so they are like, let's just finish finish this this park. yeah maybe I mean last last year we had SeaWorld Barcelona in in, at the end of March and Ancient Worlds at the start of May so Mm. it's actually kind of shocking that we only had two spotlights last year Mm, yeah there were a lot that were close yeah when we had like five the year before but then again in 2018 we only had one so I guess that's that's the way of the spotlight. It would be interesting to like kind of look if there's like a statistical um if you could find out like a statistical like reasoning behind this maybe you know a new when a new spotlight is released that which has a certain quality people kind of like have to rework their spotlight candidates and that's why they come later or st- stuff like that would be kind of interesting.
1: Maybe. I would kind of guess it's just kind of random, you know, because it's. I feel like when you have something random, it's not going to, you know, randomly come out to be like, oh, there's exactly three each year. You know, it's going to kind of fall a little bit more, well, randomly, you know, there'll be some closer together and then there'll be periods where there's less. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I, I didn't do... I, I... I hope Liam P is listening to this episode. I don't think he is, but if he is, he can probably say here. I have a I have a spreadsheet that says, you know, if there was a spotlight over ninety, the next spotlight will be one year later. Stuff stuff like that. Anyway, let's mm-hmm. talk about let's talk about the park because that's what we're here for. We're not here to yeah. make idle guesses about spotlight theory. This park is uh, it started as a fifteen minute park, if I'm correct. And then it it transformed into, you know, let's build a good park.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So when did you join Uh, it? How
0: far was the park when you joined it?
1: I started working on it um, probably in like December maybe. It was already pretty far along. Um, It was after the 15-minute phase. Um, And uh, pretty, not all the... The map was probably uh, not counting the outskirts, but the park itself was probably eighty or ninety percent full um, when I started working on it. And um, but oh yeah, a lot of stuff uh, has gotten like redone since then because a lot of the process was uh, to yeah take stuff that was already there and then try to create uh, improved versions of it. Uh, part of why I got on this, honestly, um, there were not a lot of flat rides, and there was not a lot of, um, I mean, I guess my main, the way that I got into working on this basically was kind of saying, like, oh, you know, I can shoestring stuff, and that people wanted that, and, um yeah sure so
0: being able yeah. to shoe stringing has been a big asset to rct players for probably as long as shoe stringing existed so
1: yeah the first thing i did was um the chariots ride that's in the uh classical area i um yeah i kind of led with that and then everyone was sort of uh impressed with that and then i kind of felt like okay I felt a little bit less intimidated because at first I was a little nervous uh, to be building in a park with so many people that uh, were more experienced than me. Yeah. I mean, I guess the the thing about
0: shoestringing is that if you never bothered to do it yourself, then even Mm. like the best player of all time could feel really weird when he sees Luno shoestring stuff. Sure. So, um, yeah, the park is in general has five areas
1: yeah plus a main street yeah it's it's obviously
0: built in the uh, you know i will just coin the term now it's built in a stripes and blobs fashion with three stripes on the left side if you open the park
1: Uh and two blobs on the right side yeah i'd say that's a pretty accurate term (laughs) yeah so
0: you know, obviously the very traditional themes in a way, I think. Mm-hmm. But then again, I think that us uh, that NCSO kind of lends itself to to typical theme- themes because that's what objects are in the game. So classical, yeah. so classical and Wild West and uh, medieval.
1: Yeah, and Egypt. Yeah, those are all sets. The only one that isn't one of the standard NCSO sets is the Mexico area, but. I think that also came from it originally being based on the uh, Six Flags Holland scenario and that being an area in that park.
0: Yeah, I I mean, you definitely feel the Six Flags Holland um, influence with the, you know, the main street. I guess like a street leading into a building. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so let's talk about, you know, Let's talk about the coasters for start. Um some some cool coasters here. Like the you know, I I always lo- love the the Schwarzkopf spiral lift coasters whenever I see them. So mm-hmm. plus plus points for this park driving having one of those. Then you have mm-hmm. the the huge um excalibur, which is I guess an arrow or morgan hyper.
1: It's supposed to be a Morgan.
0: Yeah. I was just about to say, probably Morgan. Then you have BM, Batman clone esque. I guess it is pretty much a Batman clone.
1: Yeah, it's a Batman. That one, uh, uh, Nin did the layout for the Batman, um, but I think most or almost all of them were Pacific Coaster, yeah. did the layout. So you're saying to me that time, which would have been, which could
0: have been invested in Nin's Edward Kingdom Park. Was wasted on this Batman design, uh, Batman layout.
1: No, no, he just uh, he just used a Batman layout he already had made years ago. Okay, I think the problem is that <laughs> Animal Kingdom has been going on for
0: years, so my statement could yeah. still be true. I we don't know. Nin has to nin has to justify himself. I suppose. <laughs> so. Yeah, then we have uh, in terms of coasters a a wing coaster, which is pretty special because nobody wants to build them.
1: Hmm.
0: Because number one, the good-looking trains are kind of weird in terms of pacing, in terms of um, mm-hmm. speed, and you know they are also really wide. So,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you can adjust the uh, mass of trains um, with console commands, and that will fix the pacing. And I think that's what that was what was done here yeah. in this park. Yeah. This, um, uh, yeah. The second
0: problem is that you know, for for CSO builders, is that. The trains are also wider, so um, stations and stuff are kind of awkward, but in this case, the station is just the normal width, I think, and it actually kind of fits through the columns barely, (laughs) but it does. Yeah, it does fit. these, These columns with the chess pieces at the bottom. Let's 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 not talk about details here too much because then we would um, sit here for hours, I think. And
1: yeah,
0: yeah. The, the park also has an El Loco. Yeah, because apparently El Locos are now a big thing in RCT. Suddenly, a lot of parks with with El Locos. Is there a lot of parks with El Locos lately? I, I mean, it feels like it. There was one a, a couple of was. weeks ago. So yeah, there was. Considering that that there have been maybe across the entirety of NE maybe like five Alokos, it feels like. Mm-hmm. I, I, can, yeah, I, case... I can I can I can I can only remember three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but then again, maybe they they are kind of replacing gas lower eurofighters because I have not
1: seen a eurofighter for a long time, except
0: when I built them
1: so. Yeah, I don't know. And they're definitely kind of similar types. They,
0: yeah, they they fill the same niche I think with uh, a small um a small footprint looping coaster. Yeah. And I I guess it's also pretty cool that you can build whatever you like with them because you know not like the not like the manufacturers really care about what's traditional on their coasters, they just do whatever they want or whatever the park wants.
1: Yeah, I think particularly with Eurofighters. So the park also has
0: Anubis, which is a huge-ass um, family coaster with two lifts. Yeah. Which is exciting because not enough coasters have two lifts on any.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I really love the Egypt area. I don't think I worked on the Egypt area at all, but I really love how it turned out. Um, and I love how dense it is
0: Yeah, it's, the, the, the area is called Egyptopia so I guess there will be a huge lawsuit um, with Fass who I think pretty, um, much, pretty much copyrighted the ending-topia
1: well there's a there's a NE park called Egyptopia that's really old uh, I don't know exactly what, I don't remember who built it or what year it was but uh, Nen liked it so he decided to call it Egyptopia uh, I, in homage to that park.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm 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 showing my lack of NE historical NE knowledge here. It don't but let's talk about important things. Wait, yeah. I, I forgot a coaster. It also has a wooden coaster. It's called, oh yeah, it's called Robin Hood. It it has a Robin Hood like layout in a way.
1: Yeah, that's probably my favorite coaster in the park. Honestly, I think. The layout is great. Um, yeah, that one was also Pacific coaster to the layout. I did most of the supports though, so that was fun.
0: Okay. I don't I, I personally don't like the trend of of supporting wooden coasters because that means that instead of these fantastical coasters that don't need any more work after you build a layout, we now have to put a lot of work in them.
1: Well you don't have to. Yeah, but It's not required. You yeah, can do but, whatever you want. Yeah, but <laughs> then
0: people will be like, oh, the structural integrity of your lift, lift hill is questionable. 50%. I don't
1: know. I don't know <laughs> if anyone would say that. I mean, I think in terms of all the details um, in this park, I think if you look at something like Ancient Worlds, that um, lacks a lot of those details, but scored just as well, um, and it's similar in size and themes and being NCSO. I think that shows that I don't think that you need these kinds of details to score. Well, um, you know, I think the most important thing is just to be consistent because it's weird if you, uh, you know, like where to do a lot of custom supports on like one coaster and not on the other ones. So what you're saying is you either add details or be Alex to get a good score. Yeah, there's at least those two options. Yeah, so I, I think
0: adding details is more attainable for most people. But let's talk about something that's actually fun because roller coasters, as we all know, is are crap and nobody wants to write them. Let's talk about dark rides. Because that's okay. where, because that's where the fun is, and this park has at least snippets of dark rides which are in CSO and it's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love the dark rides. Um At one point, there was definitely talk of like so. The dark ride interiors were one of the last things done in the park, and I think at one point there was talk of maybe just not even doing them. And I definitely um, was one uh, person who really pushed for them being done. I actually did the medieval one originally, and then it got deleted. And Leon did a way better one, Um, which is totally fine because it's like I definitely feel like what's important is that the park be as good as possible. And the one I did, I just did really fast kind of as a placeholder. But honestly, I think the medieval one might even actually be my favorite of all of them. I think it turned out really good.
0: Yeah. Great. Great. um, Use of, of the drop tower car as chandelier.
1: Yeah. Chandelier is great. And the flooring is great. Um, It's like the space um Q line i think is what got the uh grey stone the knights are all named after people who
0: built on this park
1: yeah um,
0: yeah I'm, I'm in the park where am i i forgot to check
1: are those... you're in the park
0: i'm not even in my area do i even... i don't even have an area i'm i'm kind of sad now
1: what did you build on the park
0: I didn't do anything on the park but um people's named after me. Oh.
1: Oh, so are the areas
0: who built on it?
1: No, I think no. the entertainers were named pretty randomly. I w- I was hoping that I would
0: get to be around one of the one of the dark rides because I think ev- everybody should know that I'm the biggest lover of dark rides on the entirety of any So my That's favorite My favorite is obviously the Egyptian one because it features three levels of track mm-hmm. it, it features a wooden bridge which a jeep crosses over which is
1: always fun yeah Bubsy did that one I think but you know also the Egyptian
0: one is is, is good and not the Egyptian one I, I, I meant obviously the, the Roman one with the boat
1: yeah Voyage of the Odyssey yeah There
0: there are some who say I don't like boats, but I just don't like exactly same looking Age of sales boats that everybody built at one point. But this is a Roman-era boat, boat, or like Greek Greek era. So, good boat.
1: Yeah.
0: It also has a sail, which, you know, kind of shows how how much attention to detail is, is in this park, because I would have said, well, I'm just gonna say the sale is above where you can see.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot a lot of attention to detail. And I think that the brute park nature of it helped make that happen because it would be really exhausting to put in all this detail as like one person. But if you can just build on the park and then pass it off to someone else and then, you know, come back a couple of few days later and a little bit more I think it's easier to I don't know I feel like it helps to really put everything into each thing you build and yep. make it as intensely detailed as possible yeah I guess you don't get as tired with it um
0: when you're more I have one big huge criticism which is a pet peeve of mm-hmm. mine so it's it's not actually that huge but it's a pet peeve of mine you the the flume drop is hidden behind trees
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I don't like that. I, I I always like, man, the flume the flume drop has to be like super visible for everyone. That's my that's my one rule with lock flumes.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's probably a pretty valid criticism. It's definitely something. Um, yeah, I would usually avoid. I think probably the reason it's like that is just that the priority was kind of wrapping it around the yeah, Loco and making the area feel dense um, and uh, kind of tied together, but that is kind of an unfortunate thing that it ends up being hidden from the uh, Peep's perspective. Yeah, I, I I mean, I think not a lot of people think about that
0: tiny little fact, or like this tiny little aspect of, of Log Flumes, but, you know,
1: but the station is great, so yeah, I think a lot of people think about it. I don't know. I mean, I definitely think about it in my own parks. I definitely thought about it in this park, but I think no one really... And we, I know people, we even talked about that as a problem, but I don't think anyone saw a good way of uh. kind of changing it and felt like it was outweighed by, yeah, other stuff. Yeah, this park also features a...
0: a the River Rapids which somehow looks better than anything I could produce um, even when it's NCSO so.
1: Yeah, the, the River Rapids is actually the area I probably worked on the most, although I definitely, it was a group effort like anything um, after the Grand Tour Finals I um, yeah, kind of wanted to work on something uh, NCSO and this park had kind of been sitting around for like a month and no one was really building on it. And uh, yeah, I kind of started messing around with uh, the river rapids and uh, me and then kind of sent it back and forth a lot and uh, did a lot of that. And um, yeah, I did a lot of the, um, of course I did like the logs and the conveyor belt and stuff, but I also did a lot of like the foliage and kind of like the planning of the area. And then, he did more of, like, the architecture.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think anybody cares about the layout of the area because everybody's so focused on the on the um, conveyor belt.
1: I don't know. Maybe. I know uh, the screen I posted, uh, Liam said, oh, my favorite thing about it is the way that the coaster uh, flies over it. So, at least he appreciated that. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> and I think what I always aim for is to and obviously I like to do a lot of like hacks and stuff, but I always try to make sure that kind of everything else around it is solid too. And that, that just kind of adds to the area. Yeah, but
0: let's talk about uh, the, let's talk about the elephant in the room or more like the sombrero in the room because this, this park mm. this park also has a sombrero, right?
1: Yeah, it does.
0: It has to be mentioned.
1: Yeah, that I worked on that too. Uh, when I joined the park, it was just a standard twist ride. Um, and I kind of came up with the idea of having it look like a hat. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I like how that turned out. I think it's kind of silly compared to a lot of the stuff in the park, but I don't really care. I think it's nice. It's kind of silly and fun. I think it's fantastic yeah the the pumpkin the use of the pumpkin object was probably the most controversial thing in the entire park how um, I think it's, it's it was it's, it's great yeah it was I think uh, it was Nin's idea to use the pumpkin but there was a lot of extensive internal debate um, it was extremely emotionally charged on a the issue of the pumpkin and whether it um, would be changed, but ultimately it wasn't. Yeah. So
0: Linda if you're listening to this, you were right. This pumpkin is great. So um, what else does this park feature? A lot of like architecture. It has a globe theater, which I don't like because it has this weird, <laughs> the globe thing in front of it. Why don't you like that? I don't know. It just it, it it just kind of feels, especially with this like sculpture of like this globe sculpture. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of feels like it's a classical English building, and then it's like a American theater front on uh, in front of it in a way.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny. You think it's American because uh, Leon did that. Yes, yeah. maybe
0: American, maybe it's also but... Dutch, but I like the the <laughs> the the, um, the Globe Theater building itself. I like that a lot. But
1: yeah, I think that's one of the best buildings in the park. That whole area was uh, one of the last areas built in terms of architecture, and uh, I think it's great. I think it's so unique. I haven't really seen that theme done much in NCSO. That style of building. And I've seen a lot of people uh, do like use like the RCT2 expansions objects to kind of do that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, like on DKMP. And that was even mentioned as a possibility here. But in the end, we didn't use any expansion objects. And I think the park is so much better without them, because they mostly look pretty bad. And I think this looks way better.
0: I'm sad that Excalibur, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sad that Excalibur doesn't have a lady in the water reference, as far as I can see.
1: Yeah, that would have been um, topical. <laughs> the sword is great, though. The yeah. sword is like my favorite. It's also huge. In the park. Yeah, I think it's appropriately huge. It also <laughs> doesn't look at all like a sword
0: from the back. So let's not let's let's not look at it from the backside. Yeah,
1: it kind of works from the back, but yeah, I mean you're supposed to look at it from the front.
0: Yeah. Um, this area is, I think, again, I think the the kind of stripes, um, stripes are interesting of of this of this park. Like the Robin Hood coaster and the and the Excalibur coaster are like on almost on opposite side of sides of the park, but they are still in one area because the area is so long
1: yeah i mean with those three striped areas i think part of the concept was that each one had two sub areas so the medieval area it has kind of the sub areas of the sherwood forest area um and then kind of like the castle area yeah and i kind of like that i like the idea that You know, that's the thing that's an advantage of a park that's this large, this many tiles, is that within each area, you can express so much, you know, and can... Yeah, I think it it gives the park depth to have those sub areas. Because then with the Mexico area, you have the area that's based around the water coaster, that I think is very, like you know the water coaster is very serious and very kind of grand and imposing and then you have like the little tiny the small like cute little square with the like weird hat dance ride it's like it's kind of cool that those can both exist in one area because there's kind of the separation and that one area is kind of two areas yeah that's that's definitely
0: something i i noticed about this too i guess the even the Western area has like the more traditional Western town and then like the kind of northern frontier yeah. kind of.
1: Yeah, the Rapids area, which was supposed to be more like a yeah, like a sawmill theme. It's very kind of separated from the main Western area. It's more like, yeah, just like a regular Western area. Although you do kind of still have the industrial theming around the uh coaster station or the schwarzkopf coaster yeah so that kind of ties it together a little
0: yeah on a macro level this this park is just great i think
1: oh glad you think so i definitely i was one of the areas that i saw some negative comments about um yeah on on the site and uh really yeah I'm actually kind of confused yeah. There were about some it. comments about people not liking the uh, transitions. There was also one comment um, saying that like from the end of the main street, they're like, well, I can see Mexico, I can see the uh, medieval, I can see the river rapids, and then like above me is a flying island for some reason. And yeah, but I it's think like, I think yeah, it's just... the end of the main street, so it's like the center of you know everything so it makes sense you could see everything yeah
0: i think it also shows that sometimes we have kind of like very ambitious expectations of parks because like everybody loves fantasialand here in germany and in fantasialand mm-hmm. you always have like all the areas around you and they just swap with each other for no particular reason but everybody loves it because mm-hmm. it's fantasialand but here I guess because it is fictional, because you can do whatever you like. People are like, you have to build it with perfect immersion and you can't see any of the other areas when you are in the, the, like, like, if you are in the Western area, you can't see the Mexico area at all and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and I I think that, yeah, and people, I think also, I, I feel like I saw some comments specifically about the Mexico and Western transition. And, like, that was very intentional because... I mean, geographically, the Western United States is right next to Mexico, and there's a very like kind of a lot of Western movies involve Mexico and um, have Mexican style architecture, etc. So it's kind of like they're two very closely related themes. So it kind of makes sense that they are. Right next to each other in the park, without like a really harsh transition yeah, or very like formalized transition.
0: And I mean, two of the entrances to the to the Mexican area on that side have like huge signs. So
1: yeah. So um, it's good to know that you uh, like the macro. I love the macro. I think that the park layout absolutely makes sense, and um, I feel like if you you know don't think it makes sense then maybe it's just the result of people kind of trying to want it to be more like a center lake park where just every area just has one transition to each of the areas next to it but i mean if you look at it it's clearly not a center lake park it doesn't have a lake in the center so you know it has a main street with everything branching off of it so i think that's kind of why it is the way it is and why there are areas like from the main street where you can see a lot of different things.
0: That was some very deep insight. This is not a center park lake, a center lake park because it doesn't have a lake in the center.
1: Yeah, well, had to be said, I guess.
0: Yeah, the outside is great. We haven't even mentioned it. The there, there are like agricultural machines.
1: Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, that's outside is crazy. That was also one of the last things done. And Leon did a lot of that. Um, I think the red one uh, was extreme, but the green one was Leon, and Leon did a lot of like the farming stuff. But yeah, it's it's lovely.
0: I think we have talked about everything about this park. I think pretty much. I mean, I mean it has it has a show, so. No, it no, it has been mentioned. So it also has hacked rights, but you know, you know, nobody is uh, nobody is awed by them anymore thanks to CP 6s tutorials. <laughs> uh, maybe no, everybody can do it. No, even I can do it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of the hacked rides in this are pretty basic, I guess. Uh, but I mean, I think what they stand, which makes them shine, is the kind of the details that haven't really been seen before like the chariots ride i haven't really seen anyone is vehicle hacking on a flat ride like that at least not to that effect and like the uh the swinger um way it's decorated the one in the western area i mean where uh the use of the enterprise and the spiral slide which uh nin did that and i think that really um I don't know. Just makes it look great and very different from other swingers that you've seen before. Yeah, it's um, it's
0: a shame that Nin didn't figure out how to make the Enterprise spin without it going up.
1: Uh yeah, we were all trying to figure that out. I
0: have,
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea
0: what kind of magic you guys wanted to do. I mean, you could have just. I guess the most realistic option would have been to make a custom car for it, but I have no idea if that even would have worked.
1: I don't really know, but it doesn't really make sense to do anyway, because yeah. it's supposed to be an NCSO park.
0: Yeah. But I am thinking, like, if you wanted to do it, because it looks great, like, you could do this exact setup in in CSO. Mm-hmm. It would be an interesting question if, if you can even make sprites that stay flat in this scenario, or if the ride involves just taking a flat um, sprite and, you know, making it, you know, erecting it so to speak
1: i have no idea yeah i don't know how that would work yeah so if anybody knows who i mean we have
0: eight listeners to this podcast usually i guess this this Mm episode this episode will probably be the most listened because everybody who built on this park might might want to listen to it Uh uh-huh so that's like a lot of people i i don't even know from 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 the top of my head
1: uh, As eleven total.
0: Yeah, so enough to to fill a soccer team. Which is uh, which I I am sure it was very important for you Americans that you could fill a soccer team with your park. For sure. For sure. I mean, to be fair, there are yeah
1: a, cu- a couple of That's Europeans. True. So. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's not just Americans working on this, even if it was mostly. Leon did a lot of great stuff while we were asleep. And uh extreme also.
0: Oh you you, you did the typical um old school head to head um get European and American builders so you can build all the time. Yeah. <laughs> a, a wise move. Yeah, I think I think everybody has been sad about this park. So all I, right. gu- I guess let's leave it here. There were also turn like round turns and round platforms on the car ride, which I just saw, so I had to mention. There was so like it's it's the pro- the problem about talking on a podcast with this park is that there are so many little details, so it's kind of hard to do this park justice um, with with a podcast. Yeah, in a way.
1: I think that uh, you covered most of it.
0: Yeah. So so just download the park if you haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, you know, um, what will happen next week? Next week I will talk about FK's abstract submission, which will be interesting to listen to. (laughs) Which you're already talking about. Yeah, it it, it will be very interesting to listen to, I think. I will also talk about Liam's uh, Six Flags. So I guess next week's episode will be straight up a fire. We we forgot to mention that Paul released a couple of parks, but, um, mm. let's just say that I'm not courageous enough to talk about Paul's work because I know he has been, like, the biggest influence on the Dutch, um, RCT community.
1: Uh-huh. You don't want to piss them off? Yeah. By well, saying well, not thing about it?
0: Not, not even piss them off, but it's, it would have be, would have been kind of weird for the two of us to talk about a Paul park in a way. Like, I would have w- would have mm. wanted Jeppy or, or Liam or something, uh, on the board yeah. for, for that. So
1: yeah, makes I, sense. I mean, it also. I'm interested. Uh, that, yeah.
0: Also, mm. I also feel it, it would I have mean, been kind of weird for uh, for it to be on the New Element Weekly podcast as as it. I think it was probably built like years ago. I guess
1: without knowing too much yeah. about it. So. Yeah, I think it was finished a long time ago. That's my impression. I'll be interested. uh, Yeah, what you have to say next week, because I also uh, built on that FK park, uh, which was pretty cool. I was pretty excited about that park. And um, yeah, it worked out well that uh, he and I started building together in Grand Tour, and then he had that to finish. And just kind of asked me, like, oh, will you do the flat rides for this? Which uh, he's been really great to work with. It's kind of crazy. Uh, The only reason we worked together is because I just messaged him kind of out of the blue and just said, do you want to bring me to Grand Tour Finals? And we had never talked at all before that, even once. But, yeah, no one else had uh, offered to work with him for the finals and uh so he just was kind of like all right yeah <laughs> and then um yeah and then we won apparently yeah i i guess that's what what
0: happens if you're not an asshole because i'm sure if i messaged any any member if they wanted to build with me they would just be saying hey you're an asshole <laughs> we don't want to work with you Oh, um, <laughs> that's possible. That's why I, I never. I guess there's I, only one way to find out. Yeah, that's why I never d- did a collab with anybody on NE except like three people. It's never too late. Well, Hedgehog is coming, so I might be <laughs> collaborating it? a bit more. Is it? I, nobody knows.
1: Maybe, maybe it was Seems come. like. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of feels like that. I don't I mean, know. There's mean, a little it, info.
0: It really feels like this, like it this year, because especially I, I like I don't know how long have you have been to the site. like, like a year. Yeah. So, so you don't know the the usual way is that the awards are there and then head to head gets announced like the day after the awards at the latest. Yeah. So ever since the awards, I'm in this kind of weird limbo of head to head should be should have been announced like months ago. So yeah a lot of people are feeling that and I th- I think this is like the third or fourth time on this podcast that I talked about headhead coming so <laughs> maybe maybe that mm-hmm. will be like the biggest running joke of all time people talking on this podcast that headhead is coming and it will just never come or, or we skip straight to head 10. yeah we'll but, which I don't hope because uh, especially for you because you kind of seem predetermined for um for head to head so
1: yeah I'd like to do head to head i yeah as I've said, I really like collaborating with people yeah so um, some
0: say you are you are already doing head to head
1: kind of yeah feels like that a little bit uh they've been doing a lot of the mock drafts and uh keep seeing my name come up in those which has been nice so uh kind of would like to get on with the real draft (laughs) yeah i i always have to captain
0: because if i don't captain my name is is uh, never on the board so brutal (laughs) yeah um i guess let's wrap up this episode because before we make it too long um thank you for for being for being here for bringing yep. your insight. I mean, I, I didn't know that you would have like very a good insight to all three of these parks. So
1: yeah, it's kind of random. But that's kind of why I offered to do it, I guess is just felt like the right time. Yeah, I, I
0: hope the admins will in the future um, only release parks that have something to do with with each other yeah, on the part it, it would be great for me. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well thanks for
0: having me. I, I don't think it should happen. <laughs> okay, so um bye and see you next week or yep. hear you next see week.